Hey everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Bayou Chronicles. We're your hosts. I'm Bethany. And I'm Crystal. Today we have a pretty interesting story for you. It isn't one that is related to either of our home states. Um, and we actually did a lot of contemplating over this episode where it was going to go, which week, yeah. Um, but it's a throwback to our second Twitch stream that we did. Um, Ten points to your Hogwarts house if you were around back then. <laughs> Crystal talked to us about the large number of people who have gone missing in our country's national parks specifically. So you can spend hours on YouTube watching people hours. talk about this topic. And I don't think a lot of people realize this or, like, know the correlation of it. It's um, interesting. It's interesting. It turned out to be a pretty controversial episode for us. If you follow us on YouTube, you will know that this video has over 8,000 views now. It's insane. In a little over a year. It's hilarious because <clears> some <throat> of our other videos, like, don't even have 100 views. But this one has 8,000. Yeah, we have a couple. Like, we have our, our Derek Todd Lee. It's got almost 300 views. But, yeah, yeah most most of ours hover around like 70, yeah. 90, 100. And then we've just started putting a lot more on there. Yeah. So a lot of them are like 20, 30 too. So they're like picking up. St- yeah, I'm slowly. Stinging. I'm trying to get my act together. I learned. That used to be my job and then I quickly got over. Yeah, Crystal <laughs> taught me how to use the program she was using. So I'm slowly and it does sometimes our videos are like two hours long. So the they processing. Take a while. Yeah, you have to make sure you're not like copywriting anybody or plagiarism. I get why they do it. Um, but most of the comments from that video video where we got our views were hate comments but as y'all know any interaction is good for the analytics it really is it's amazing i love it it the number one key like if you go to your if you have a youtube channel for those of you that are listening to us and are wanting to start want to have one you can go to your analytics and it'll show in your videos the keywords that brought people to your video Mm -hmm. so like missing people in our title that's like top that's like 93 percent, and then there's like a 411 Mm -hmm. the 411 video and that came off of the missing word one so like any word you don't even have to specifically say one word if you just get one word in there and it bounces off of that it's crazy so that's how i honestly think how we've bumped up there and then there's just an overabundance of conspiracy theorists out there researching national parks right now because of tiktok and maybe us i don't know yeah i don't know so, thank you for those 8,000 views. We have gotten some recently good comments on yes. it. So, some people agreeing with us. Some people calling us beautiful. That which, thank sweet. you for that. That was There was a awesome. hate comment that called us young ladies or young women. Y- young or girls. Young, young girls. girls. And, man, as a 30-year-old, that made me feel so good. She was, like, talking to us like a child. And yeah, I don't but like it was that. a compliment. And I told her that, yeah. too. I was like, I don't. I know you didn't mean that as a compliment. But, man, did I take it as one. Anyway, we will be having our next Twitch stream for the month of May. Remember, we do one Twitch stream a month. Maybe in the future we can bump it up. But for right now, for our schedules, we do one Twitch stream a month. And we I think it's going to be May 22nd. Yes, yes, that feels right. May 22nd. Um, and I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think I've already mentioned it in our last episode. But May 22nd, 8 p.m. Central, we're going to be talking about the Sleepy Time Tea Cult. I still have a bunch of evidence to and stuff I'm so to dive into. I'm so I've started, but there are hours and hours of YouTube videos that I did not know existed that I've watched some and I'm very excited and I did not know this was a thing and shout out to TikTok yet again because this is how I found out about it. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Anyways, we're gonna pass it on over and let Crystal just jump on into this and tell us a little bit about it. Okay, well, 
First off, I know I'm going to jump really fast into this, but I do want to say first off, I want to say hello to all my coworkers who uh, found out <laughs> about my podcast. Um, my worst nightmare came true this week and I had to talk to my talk about myself in front of a lot of people. And the coolest thing about me is this podcast. That's probably a lie, but I feel like it's the coolest thing Honestly, about me. Honestly, y'all, she jinxed herself because, like, I did. a couple, or probably a month ago, we were sitting in the studio. And I even said it on the podcast, too. Yeah, you were like, if I get the opportunity, I w- if I do it at work, I want to mention it, but I'm scared, too. Yes. And it came. And Literally, she mentioned it. when I saw the email, I messaged my team lead, Derek, and if he's listening, I could punch you because he's the one who nominated me. No, he did on purpose. Anyway, (laughs) um, if y'all are listening, welcome. Um, Anyway, a lot of people may be familiar with this um, case. It isn't like small by any means, but since I kind of covered it a little bit on um, the Twitch stream, I thought it'd be cool to finally talk about it in detail. Um, This is a pretty heavily covered one, and there's a lot of other podcasts that give it a lot more detail than I am going to be able to. Um, Which is interesting because I had never heard of it before. Yeah. But if you haven't, like Bethany, heard about this, um, come along. I don't know what else to say. Um, <laughs> I think at the end, though, everyone listening is going to have a different opinion about what happened. I have a feeling Bethany and I will have a difference of opinion. Um, but yeah, anyway, so let's get started. So, July 9th, 2015, two-year-old Dior Coons Jr. was headed out to Timber Creek Campground in Idaho. Um, Literally, it's about like two hours away from anything. So it's like way the out there. The campsite itself? Yes, like way out there. Oh, God. Um, his mother, Jessica Mitchell, his father, Vernal Dior Coons, and his maternal great-grandfather, Robert Walton, were there, as well as a neighbor of Robert was there, and his name was Isaac Rainwald. Jessica and Vernal did not know Isaac at all and had only met him that day, like, that the day that they got to the campsite like that's when they met him um i will say at this point though that isaac knew robert for about five years because he had lived near him where he had lived near him in the past and like he had had isaac come over and like do his yard and do like small projects for him because he was older so he's like a handyman basically 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 so they all packed up went to the campsite and if you wanted more detail you can the podcast other podcasts and other story news stories go into detail but like the tldr is they robert and isaac had kind of planned it for a while but Jessica didn't really know about it until, like, the day before. And Vernal didn't know that they were going camping till the day of. That's the story. So, they get to the campsite. Once night had fallen at the campgrounds, the five of them settled into their sleeping arrangements. So, Isaac slept in a tent that he had brought with them. Robert slept in a small camper that, from what I can tell, was attached to... Like a vehicle. Like a vehicle. 
And then Jessica mm. and Dior and Vernal all slept in the back of their, like, suburban. So I'm assuming, like, I thought maybe it had been, like, something with a camper shell. But then I saw mentions that it was a suburban. So I, it was, it's a weird sleeping Don't arrangement. Like, doesn't me. really. Don't sign to me, me up for those To trips. me, it feels very, like, ill-prepared and, like, they are really roughing it. So I, That stresses me out. One, don't invite me on a trip that I don't know about until the day of. And then I'm not going to be sleeping I'm not in my sleeping car in because suburban. you didn't give me enough time to in plan. In July. No. I mean, I get that it's Idaho and it probably wasn't super hot, but it was still hot. And you can't, like, run, leave your car, car running run. no. all night with the AC on. That no. would burn up all your gas. Yeah, exactly. And you're a million miles away from anything. Two hours. So, absolutely oh, not. So, the next day, July 10th, started as a normal day for the group. Isaac recalled that uh, during the day, Dior was running around the camps- campsite playing um, while everybody was just nearby where they were at. Now, according to statements, they ate breakfast around the fire and just casually went about their day. Now, later that morning, Jessica got her period and needed to go into town for supplies. Oh, that's like the worst. Like, just imagine being somewhere. Two hours away. So, it was two hours away from the biggest, like, the next big city, but they were about an hour away from, like anything like so still she had still basically yeah. drive an hour for stuff. yes basically drive an hour that for would suck. so dior vernal and jessica all loaded up and they got in the car and vernal said that he needed to make some stops before they got her what she needed which would piss me off to no end so apparently he had to stop for gas for he had to stop for diesel somewhere he had to stop for just like other stuff and finally they got to the general store where she could buy her stuff I just know Zach would not do that to me. Oh, and no, Tyler, Tyler would, would never not do, do that, that to me. His first thought would be like, well, first off, he knows how much pain I go through. So yeah. He'd about that. And then he'd be like, well, I don't want her to bleed on herself. Yeah, like. Let's yeah. get there first and then we. Well, maybe I can understand the gas because you need gas yes, to drive. drive there. But don't be running errands when you no, know I'm bleeding on myself. No, absolutely no. not. No man would do, no decent man would do that. Anyway, so. She gets to the general store, she gets Dior out, and she claims that while they're in there and she's getting the stuff that she needs, that she sees a strange man sitting at a table, and this man is staring at Dior. Now... Okay, unsettling. Very unsettling. So, later that afternoon, Jessica and Vernal get back to the campsite, and that's when they decide that they want to basically go on a little adventure and go fishing and just see the area. Well, Jessica claims that Dior didn't want to go with them and that he wanted to stay with his grandpa, which is his great grandpa. He said that they, or Jessica said that Isaac was off fishing by himself and that grandpa was there and they decided to leave Dior with grandpa. I feel like I should also mention at this time that Grandpa is old and on oxygen. So, just, yeah. So, okay. (laughs) Yeah, so, I will also mention, though, that when I say Isaac was off fishing, he was only about 15 yards away from the campsite. So, he was basically still with him. He was still with him. He was just, like, He probably could hear the the conversation. Yes, he was just kind of off in the distance. So, Jessica claims it was about 15 minutes later, but around 2 p.m., they came back to the campsite and asked Robert where Dior was. And that's when Robert said, oh, I thought he ran off with you. 
But he left. But they said they were going to leave them with him yes. and go somewhere. Yes. So the family started to search everywhere in the area for Dior. And about an hour later, Jessica ended up calling the police to let them know that she could not find her son and that they needed help. An hour? No. Yes. No. So they all searched in different directions. No. Now, Sorry. Vernal says that they didn't have any signal mm-hmm. where they were at and he had to drive. Mm-mm. To get signal? Mm-mm. Immediately, but. no. I'm a helicopter mom, though. I don't know. This is all stressing me out. <laughs> I'm very, I'm already stressed. Okay, so immediately, police and hundreds of volunteers flood the area trying to find Dior, who was last seen wearing blue pajama pants, cowboy boots that were too big for him, and a camo jacket. That l- sounds exactly like a child that dressed right? themselves. Right? Yes. It wasn't long before his extended family additionally came down to the area and started searching. And after a few days, the search was called off. Over the next several days and weeks, several ponds and creeks in the area were searched and alleged sightings all fell through. This was stuff from like dogs coming out and leading them to a body of water to a small like waist high like little pond Mm -hmm. and they were like alerting to like human remains but come to find out somebody completely not related to the case disposed of their family members ashes i remember you telling i remember you speaking about this and so and so it just it it's alerted alerting. to it. Mm-hmm. Well, that's a good dog. If you that is do a that. great dog. Like, Man, that's the dog that Ashes? I, wow. That's the dog that I was searching yeah. for me, right? So, Dior literally vanished without a trace. Now, right off the bat, investigators were thinking one of two things happened. Either he was abducted or he was the victim of an animal attack. So, now I wish I could tell you that this was the whole story, And I really actually wish I could tell you that none of this had ever happened. However, it is literally only going to get crazier from here on out. I'm just letting you know. It's just crazy. Kids. Now, the first private detective to try and find Dior was a man named Frank Vilt, who was a retired U.S. Marshal for like forever. Like he was an old man at this point. And he took on the case at a heavily discounted rate. Like basically was just saying pay my expenses like for small things. Like I'm not going to charge you my hourly rate. Probably like getting him a hotel room. Yeah. Stuff like that. Like Food, travel to a place. Gas, yes. Yeah. Like very, very that's minimal un- That's basics. understandable. And uh, he did this because he just wanted, he just knew that there was a little boy missing and he wanted to help the parents find him. Well, he started going through all of these leads, tips that came up online and in the phone lines like that had been set up. And it just kind of didn't feel right to him. So now I will circle back to the fact that right off the bat, I think a lot of people knew that the likelihood of this being an animal attack was very unlikely. Very unlikely. And the obvious question is, like, you're asking, like, why is an animal attack very unlikely? Um, Well, really, it's because there was a complete lack of evidence that had anything to do, like, that even showed that Dior was ever even there at the campsite. You'd see drag marks, blood, yes. stuff tussled around. Exactly. 
If he had been taken by an animal, there would, like you said, been blood evidence. There would have been, like, torn clothing in the area. Yeah. I mean, heck, his boots were too big for him. There's a likelihood that the boot would have fell off. off. Yeah. Um. So, also, animal attacks at major campsites like this are very, very rare. And it's not like bears just, like, walk up to the population, human population, and, like, start attacking. Like, that. that's not how bears act like they most bears are aware that there are humans in the area and now they will come to your campsite because they have weight they have things where you like hang your your supplies and stuff up in the tree and stuff but yeah you're right they're not just gonna lie yeah and we'll see Mm. and that's what the that's what one Mm. of the u.s park rangers was saying in this case is they're like people people overestimate the likelihood of a bear actually coming to your campsite they're like it's very rare a lot of bears have been trained over the years on how to interact with the human population Mm -hmm. and they're not going to attack you unless they feel provoked like they usually like if they notice or they hear a lot of humans they tend to steer away i feel like the only way is like maybe if one of their cubs ran off and they were kind of oh, like pro- yeah you know, or just being like you know something protective yeah you know? protective but yeah they're i promise it's they not, don't want your camp no it's not happening now as far as the abduction is concerned it's really to me likely the same situation the only way to that campsite was a single dirt road that was over seven miles long so the likelihood of someone being able to make it down this road, kidnapping him, and then getting away without four other people noticing, that just feels very unlikely to me. Very unlikely. So anyway, now let's talk about Isaac a little bit. So simply, and I mean simply, because he was the least known by the family, Isaac was initially thought to be, like, the prime suspect. Like, everyone kind of started pointing fingers. That's too obvious. Now, according to Robert himself, he had no reason to trust Isaac and only knew him as a passing neighbor for several years. Oh, so he's switching it up now. I thought they were friends. Uh, yeah at a certain point though the family started to turn on each other and started to point the blame on isaac and just really remember him like remember isaac now vernal blames in this whole situation vernal blames robert for letting dior out of his sight robert in an interview says that he isn't even for sure that Dior was ever even with him. Now, Isaac claims that he was just invited and that Robert had been planning this trip for weeks because he wanted to show him a place that he went to a lot growing up. So why did you not tell your grandson until the day of? Well, Jessica (laughs) was supposed to be there as Robert's caregiver. That was her job. She cared for her grandfather. And this was the, and Vernal makes the point that this was the longest job that she had ever had. With six months that she'd been caring for him was the longest job that she'd ever had. Oh, wow. That's That's crazy. okay. Okay. So... Jessica, in her many interviews, tells police uh, investigators that were out at the campsite right after Dior went missing that there was a shovel with blonde hair 
like on the tip of it. And she just knew it was baby Dior's hair. After the police took Isaac aside to speak to him and get his side of whatever was going on, she saw Isaac come back over and rub his hands all over the handle of the shovel. And she uses this as proof that he had something to do with your going missing because if you were involved in this case and you could have been suspected, why would you come and touch something all over unless you were trying to hide your evidence? She then mentions that... A police officer, an investigator, comes over to take the shovel as evidence, and she watched the hair that was on the tip of the shovel fly away into the wind. She deserves an Oscar. This is very calculated, very detailed, very planned out. Okay. Not like a hysterical mom. Now, several months into his investigation, Frank, the first private investigator, suddenly withdrew all of his help from the case, stating that it was in part from their uncooperation. Part of his letter to Jessica reads as follows. Like, it is a little bit lengthy, so just bear with me because I think it tells everything you need to know. He says, and I quote, this is word for word the letter. I am withdrawing from the investigation because of circumstances beyond my control, including but not limited to a breach of trust on your part concerning your refusal to allow me to make this case national. I am perplexed as to why you did not want me to advertise the $20,000 reward. I was willing to put up personal funds in hopes that the public could provide information leading to the whereabouts of your son. He goes on to say, My stipulation was that both of you would be absolutely truthful. I told you that if I felt that you were not telling me the truth, stalling me, or otherwise misleading, that I would withdraw from the investigation. In my professional opinion, both of you lied and misrepresented the true facts that could solve the mystery of your son. He then ends the letter by saying, I believe the searches will be non-productive. The searches are only used by you to cover a possible crime that one or both of you may have committed, end quote. Dang. So he tore into them. He was going to, and okay, they just immediately are guilty to I'm me taking now. a sip of my Starbies. <clears throat> Let's see. This man is willing to front $20,000 of his his own own money money. to find this kid, and they won't let him do it. Okay, so I know you're probably wondering how this all escalated so quickly, because we just went from like 0 to 100. And trust me for a little bit, I promise we're going to go through it all. Well, not really all of it, because like I said, it was a lot of information. Now, according to Jessica and Vernal, they did nothing of the sort. Like, they just wanted their son back home. They were willing to do whatever was possible. And they just wanted him back. So, a GoFundMe was created, not by them, but a GoFundMe was created um, to hire a new private detective or private investigator, whatever you want to call them. And... This is where we enter in the second private investigator, private detective, Philip Klein. Okay, so let me just side note and say the private investigators in this case are the people that I want again to find me if I ever go missing. They seem like they really know what they're doing. I want these people and I want that dog. Like that first one picked up fairly quickly that they something was fishy. Yes, very quickly. Now... 
he was very hopeful from the beginning that he could find where Dior went or who took him. Like he was pretty convinced that he was abducted. Now, the new year comes and goes and still baby Dior is nowhere to be found. And he actually turns three at the end of December. And it was kind of hard for for his family because he wasn't there. It was his third birthday. And a shocking turn of events, though, both the sheriff and Philip Klein start to point the finger at Jessica and Vernell as well. That's a lot of people pointing fingers. Now, according to both men, the two of them had stories that didn't make sense and that they couldn't keep straight. And they just, the stories kept changing. No. So that is when people started to suspect that there was more to this than originally was thought. So at this point, investigators are starting to put information together that just undeniably felt like the parents had something to do with it. They are starting to wonder if this was a homicide. Now, a few days after... Dior went missing. The couple, Jessica and Vernell, go to the FBI and talk to the FBI about um, Dior being missing, different things that they can do, telling their stories again, share their statements. And afterwards, they go to the mall. Mm. At the mall, they go to Spencer's. Mm. Oh, God. So at Spencer's, the clerk reports that the couple was seen giggling and laughing, and they were just like kiki keying. And as it turns out, the two of them bought several sex toys and a clone of Willy kit, like the little clone of penis kit. So please tell me, I'm not sex shaming people, but like that's not what someone thinks about days, weeks. I mean, even- after you. E- have your child missing even like when the boys go like normally every summer they'll either go stay with like my side of the family or zach's side of the family even when they're gone for like those like a month i'm like losing my mind because mm-hmm. it's like not normal to me and i don't know what to do with myself so i'm trying to think of like if what if the boys were like missing. missing me and zach would not be at spencer's we would both be losing our mind yeah it would be hysterical like i'm not saying that it's <clears> not <throat> normal for them to like not have sex at all like right after your kid goes missing but like buying sex toys and making a clone of someone's penis like that to me is just not normal and laughing and giggling i feel like i would be just like sad depressed now there is a i don't know how true it is but because you never know with online you can never no, nothing can ever be 100% factual. But there is a picture floating around that is supposedly like her being, Jessica being very sad and distraught at an interview. And then literally like two or three days before that, she's at a um, at somebody's house and she's like smiling and giggling and laughing at the camera. So she's she deserves an Oscar. Maybe. I don't I don't know that the video I don't know that the picture is factual. I mean it could have been a picture that they took from like two years ago and posted yeah, right next to so it. You do have to fact check like, like and, I didn't, you. and I didn't fact check that. So like that's what I'm saying. Like I don't know that it's true. So take that for whatever you want to do. But I mean this as. person the worker at Spencer's, I mean Yes. That's that's, that's pretty credible. That's that's weird. Because they could they could they could have pulled that footage or whatever yeah. from the store and easily, you know. <laughs> yeah, very saw. easily. Now 
investigators know that this case is full of holes. Like, they are very open with that from the beginning. And the fact that nobody's stories match up. But no one in the public really knew how much they didn't match up until videos of interviews with the private investigators were released to the public. Now, I did listen, I'll be honest, I listened to a really in-depth podcast about this case. It was like several episodes and they were like two hours long a piece. Oh God. It was, it was like, it was ridiculous um they really wanted to cover it i will tag the name of the people in my little credits or whatever but i didn't like the podcast because this is a side note but i felt like the hosts didn't like each other oh god like at one point the guy was like you keep asking me questions but you interrupt me oh god and i was like when i tell you i was working and listening to it and when i tell you my head like snapped and looked at my computer like was the other guy at least nice? It was a girl and a guy. Oh, and the guy just seemed like a butthole. Well, they like, both were just like not my type of people. Like I, they were they were great. The guy was like a former police officer, and now he's a private investigator. And the girl is like a true crime podcast person or something. You really do have to have good chemistry if you're gonna run a podcast. It, 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 it was just it was it was a very unique dynamic, and they ta- and they they I liked that they disagreed about a lot of stuff, but yeah. like there's there's a part where they're talking about polygraph tests and i'll go into it but like he was like he he said something like um well you always say that you they don't believe in him so why are you saying right now that they that you do believe in him he's like so you can't flip-flop you're being a hypocrite and i'm just like oh that's kind of i was like yeah, oh, it's like secondhand I, embarrassment it, it was very much now there was a lot of great information in that podcast so but so i listened so they were to like it. good podcasters just not technically good pos- podcast good together, together. Yeah. i would listen i would 100 percent listen to the both of them separately, separately. You, she you has have- like a, she has like a youtube or something i didn't look too much into it but i think she has a youtube but i liked them separately but it was more like she tells the story and he kind of like bounces Con- off yeah. with her on the story. So it was a little different. It was a little <laughs> different, but I liked it. You, you got to have good like yeah, bounce off of yeah. each other. Yeah. It, it 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 was unique. It was unique. Um but again, lots of great information. Now they in this podcast did point to a lot of holes, but again, I'm going to I'm going to talk bad about him again. But the guy on there seemed to point that the, point out that he thought a lot of the holes in the family story had to do with them not having a very high IQ. And I was just like, that's rude. Mm. Um, I don't think that was the case. Mm. I think... You can have street smarts and not book smarts. Yeah. Well, this is my personal opinion. The Robert was an older man. Like, he was an old guy. He's on oxygen, for goodness sake. He might have so, been in early onset dementia. Yeah so, yeah, so I'm not saying that he was lying, he was telling the truth, nothing. But I don't really think the fact that he isn't telling his story right has to do with the fact that he has a low iq trustworthy or stuff he's an old man now as far as jessica and vernell i can't look at them and determine how smart they are like that hasn't that that has no bearing on them i don't know the way she's lying and making up these stories she seems pretty smart to me yeah so i don't think that was the case i really think the holes in the story could have come from either one of them lying or as jessica likes to claim later in the future it's a trauma response 
So, so I just think it's offensive, but I wanted to point out, so if y'all ever do listen to this other podcast when I post it, that know that, like, I'm not endorsing these people for saying that. Um, That's neither here nor there. Um, I don't know, though, if the inconsistency is someone lying, like I said, but it's just they don't make sense. None of the stories make sense. Robert states, over and over again in these videos that he was told that he watched Dior and he doesn't know what happened like he he literally just says like the interviewer asks him so were you watching Dior and he answers back with well that's what I'm told and he was like and the mm-hmm. invest the investigator's like what do you mean you were told? And he was like, that's just what I was told. And they're like... seems like they knew his age and his, like, mind mentality. And they just told him. Told this him and then now they're gaslighting him. Mm-hmm. Like, and, well, you and did that, watch him. And that's what he keeps saying. He's like, I don't know what happened, but I'm told that I was watching him. That is so sad. Mm-hmm. So I think it has more to do with his old age. Now, it does seem, though... That police and investigators all believe that Isaac was the least involved in this case. And that he knows the least about what happened. Mostly because his story has never changed. He's never gone back on what his original story was. But everyone else's has changed. That means he's the only one. To me, that means he's the only one that is telling the truth. I think so too. The old man, he literally probably does have onset dementia and probably just can't remember so he's not lying <laughs> he literally just cannot remember and is just saying what they told him yes so philip klein and a lady that works with him as another investigator told the family that they both that they think slash know that they were involved and as soon as they said that though they told the family that they were like we know you're involved as soon as that happened vernal and jessica ceased cooperation with them and immediately filed a lawsuit against klein that just screams i'm guilty somebody calls you out and you're like i'm gonna sue you well he claims that it was because or vernal claims that he did it because of defamation of character and that they're lying against him and that he didn't do it and he just wants somebody to find his son and he's tired of people pointing the blame on him so how's this lawsuit gonna help that like people just automatically jump to that we've talked about this a lot (laughs) so as of today the investigators still don't know what happened to Dior. There's oh like nothing. God. No, he has completely vanished. Um, there have been several leads across time, such as like shortly after he went missing, there was a post on social media about a boy in California that supposedly looked a lot like him, and that he was a missing boy found at a hotel and blah blah blah. What year was this? 2015. Okay, okay. And everybody was like, this is him, this is him. Well, come to find out, it wasn't him. There was, there's like been reports of bodies, or bones being found places in the woods surrounding where he went missing, and they've always turned out to not be human. And there's just always been like update after update, but it's never turned out to anything. So Jessica claims to this day, that her story changed because, of, like I said, a trauma response. And it was a result of the amount of times that she was questioned and that she just kind of, like, put up this wall. And that was the way that she had to, like, deal with 
thinking about her son and people thinking that she had something to do with it and asking all these questions. So Varnell mm. claims that the reason he's suing and the reason that he's innocent is that, you know, he didn't have anything to do with his sons going to, like, going missing and disappearing, that, you know, that he's telling the truth and that his story's changed just because people have asked so much and that it's get changed because it's like a telephone game kind of thing, like, no, whatever. No, it's not. What? So, what? um. Telephone is if somebody else is telling now, you something, not your own mind. Robert passed away from cancer in 2019. Oh, So, man. nobody knows. I mean, he wouldn't know anyway. What happens it seems here. like his mind was already on. Um, he had cancer and he passed away. So, this December, Dior will be 10 years old. Aww. Um... One website that I found asked, it's really honestly very detailed about his life and like saying like, where is Dior? I don't know who put this website up. Um, I'll be honest, I kind of feel very skeptical about this website only because a lot of the information I didn't have time to like go into deep, deep detail with and try to like figure out like follow the news sources if you want to go look up i'll have it tagged in the show notes and you can look it up there literally was um two different timelines um a timeline from the perspective of the sheriff's office like of like them like when they first responded to like every remark that the sheriff said about stuff like all the way up to like as current as I could and then there was also what I found to be intriguing was a timeline of events that was based upon the statements that each of the four people said so like it basically like put their timelines beside each other and showed you all the inconsistencies so between somebody them. basically sat down listened to all these and wrote it all down mm-hmm. and was like they said this when another yes. person said this yes uh, and it was very interesting very very interesting now there was also a couple of things that i was a little confused about and i'll be honest because i didn't have the time to look them up as much as i wanted to and i say that because i googled them and i couldn't find anything in like the first five pages and no matter how i googled them i couldn't find anything about what was being referenced to on this page other than being referenced back to that page. Does that mm. make sense? Yeah. Like, if I Googled the question that they had... It bounced you It around. bounced me back to yeah. their page. And I'm like, that's not what I want. I want to know where you got this information. Yeah. So, they did include a list of, like, every news article that had ever been written by him, about him, about Dior. Um, but I went through most of them, but obviously I didn't have time to go through every single one because there was a lot, but... There's a lot of good information out there. Um, Now, I will say there was a couple of questions that did have me wondering. And again, I really couldn't find backup information about this. But take this how it is. And I think this will lead us into a very good discussion about what we think happened. So, one of the first questions was that... Or I'm calling thinking points, not questions. Jessica claims that Isaac woke them up that morning and flew open the bed, the bedroom, the car door, and said, "Wakey, wakey, eggs and bakey," or well, eggs and bacon, like saying that he cooked breakfast. Okay. And then that 
Vernal got out of the car and she stayed in and changed Dior's diaper. Now, Isaac has no recollection of this. He doesn't even remember eating breakfast with them. Um, He claims that he woke up around 9 a.m., went to pee, and then went back to sleep until about noon when they, when the family left to go into town. So that was his recollection. That's a little weird. It's a little inconsistency. Another small inconsistency, I can't say that word right now, inconsistency, (laughs) is that both parents contradict each other when they talk about who buckled up Dior when they were in town. Like when they got back into the car, like they have contradicting stories about who actually put him in the car seat and who buckled him up. I can say as a parent, you remember weird stuff like that. So I, like I would know, like we always have a system, like if. We both go somewhere together with the kids. Zach buckles Alex in because he's on his side, and I buckle Joe in because he's on my side. Mm-hmm. So we would remember. Yeah. It, like, even if I didn't and Zach did it that day, I would remember because I didn't do it. Yeah, it'd been weird. So I wouldn't have a memory of doing it. Yeah. So that's yeah. odd. Feels weird. Yeah. Um, there's another thinking point that while they were in town, Jessica claimed that there were two witnesses, two, two store clerks that she saw while she was while she had Dior in her I hate to say possession but possession when investigators talked to these witnesses they have no recollection of Dior being with Jessica they remember Jessica they don't remember seeing Dior so there's literally no evidence that this little boy even went on this trip with them that's where I'm getting to um other strange questions are that had me wondering was that, according to this website, again, I don't know how factual and true this is because I couldn't find it, but according to this website, Isaac factory reset his phone three times while they were at the campground. That just feels weird. It's like, like why do you factory I don't know reset? That's true, though. I, that's what I said. How do I know this is true? Um, that feels very beneficial to the parents. Right. Um, there was another report that Jessica and Vernal, Vernal were sitting on the tailgate of a truck drinking while the search was in progress. So people are out searching for their child and they're, but they're not. They're not. But they're, I couldn't find that anywhere. Oh, that's so I don't know how true that is. Um, there is that's a, true, that's, that's. That's weird. Weird. That's bad. There was another, this one's, I mean, this one's a little stranger and you do, she does answer this question, but there was another theory that's been put out that like, what if he was never with them? But that's hard to prove because Isaac does remember seeing him. Isaac, without a doubt, says that Dior was at the campgrounds. Was okay, there. okay, okay. So he, we have proof that he's at the campgrounds, but nobody saw him in town. Nobody so saw him once they took him back into town. So when she went for her period stuff. Yes. So something easily could have happened. happened then or on the way back or something. The period story was probably a cover. Maybe. Now, something that someone else brought attention, it was actually the female investigator from Philip Klein, is that... um. Jessica posts photos of Dior all the time on social media. All the time. But she took not a single picture of Dior while they were on this camping trip. And when asked why, Jessica in this video says, 
I just, like, I had no service. I wasn't on my phone. I was just trying to enjoy being outside and you don't camping. Need service to take pictures. Well, you don't. But then she's like, I was just trying to enjoy being camping with my family. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, take pictures. I was just trying to enjoy being camping. And, like, I can understand that. Like, maybe she put her phone away and was like, I'm just gonna enjoy I mean, the moment. I have done that. But, like, I at least try to take one at least one. Like, take a picture of, like, once everything was together or the campfire or something. I don't know. Um, So, that was weird. Um, There was another one I was going to tell you. This one was the only one that I was a little iffy about. Um, And I'm not a parent, so I don't know this one. Apparently, there was um, a, I don't even know what you would call it, a question that there were only an allegation, I don't know if that's a better word, that there was only two diapers used for Dior over the whole, like, 14 hours that they were at the campsite. No. I don't know if that's... Immediately, no. Is that, like, way under? He was two? He was two. Immediately, no. Like, how many would he have used in 14 hours? Um, Like, double that? I don't know. I don't guess. It depends. There's so much. If he poops, like, there's... That's very gross. I'm so sorry I just said that. Because he even potty trained? Like, could they have, like, taken the diaper off of him and let him, like, pee wherever? He possibly wherever? said, but she said that she changed Dior's diaper for, in the morning. before they went to breakfast. Yes. So that doesn't let me know that he's potty trained. Unless he slept with this diaper on. I don't know. But it, you, it felt weird, but again, like, I don't know. I don't know this kid. I feel like two is not, that's almost a whole day. Yeah. That's the night and part of the day. Yeah. So that would have been them. I want to say like four or five. And I mean, this is what I was thinking. Like if they, they had, they stopped before they went to the campsite. So when they came in to the area where the campsite is, they stopped to eat and get food so that she could have changed them then, threw away a diaper. And then maybe she didn't change them again until that late, late that night. And then she changed them again in the morning and that had been two and then they went into town at like noon and they ate breakfast at 9 a.m. So by the time that they got to 2 o'clock, like she could have changed them while they were in town or he could have been wearing the same diaper, which doesn't feel accurate if they were in town so long. So that one just for me felt like, it felt weird. I say four or five, so. I don't know. But that's had, but that's the thing that people like don't know. But I mean, I had kids that like peed a lot and pottied a lot so but i also like they have very sensitive skin and if you kept a diaper on them too long they got babies children get diaper rashes very Mm -hmm. easily if you leave pee on them too long yeah so i don't Um, know i don't know only people that know this are gonna go to their grave knowing this oh i think So. so too i don't think anybody is going to i think they did something to this little boy on their way to town and then they were trying to use Isaac as their scapegoat. And then okay, Grandpa's yes. old and senile, so... I think Grandpa has no idea what was going on. No. I think Grandpa literally was probably sitting there watching Isaac fish and had no idea that they had even left. And they came back and they're like, "Where? where's Dior? Yeah. Um... I... Okay, so in a strange... This is strange, too. So... Vernal and Jessica were engaged, and... Oh, so they weren't even married. They weren't even married. They were engaged. So, after Dior goes missing, they break up, 
And not long after, she just up and marries a whole other man. Just up and marries this whole other man. Okay. Um. So also, not to talk bad about her, but she also gave up custody of two other children that she had that were older than Dior. And I feel like you should have told me that in the beginning. <laughs> so <laughs> what? She claims that she gave up these kids because she didn't have a job and couldn't afford to take care of them the way they deserved, and that the father was more stable, and that. She still sees the children a lot. She just couldn't afford to take care of them. And that's why she... Honestly, it just sounds like this woman doesn't want children. So a lot of people said it feels like a Casey Anthony situation. Um, Which, I mean, I can't can't lie and say it doesn't. Slightly different because Casey Anthony was young and she literally begged her parents for an abortion. Well, yes, this is true. But But like, grown... I mean, I can see the comparison. But like, it's like a... Mother basically gaslighting the world about her child. But, I mean, I don't know. I don't know. The dad just went along with it, I guess. He says that... So, he says that he doesn't think she had anything to do with it. And she kind of says the same thing about him. Now, her mom is like, I don't think she had anything to do... This was a weird statement. She was like, I don't think she has anything to do with it. My gut just tells me that she she didn't have anything to do with it. But if someone came and proved me wrong, then I did just have to accept that. And I've been proved wrong before, but, you know... What does that I don't think mean? she did it. And that's what I said. What is that? Why have you been pruned? Okay. All right. Well. So, I mean, I'm not saying that she had something to do with it, but it's just a lot of weird. That's just there's a, lot a of weird th- there's a lot of weird. There's like even down to the fact that Vernal says that he talked to two different redheads at the gas station that saw Dior too. How does he specifically like, know that? But they can't remember who buckled him in the car seat. I, I don't know. I don't know. There's so many stinking. When I tell you, it was like two and a half pages of single spaced questions. Like I was just like. And then there's some story about something to do with, like, a lug nut. And I don't even understand what the lug nut has to do with anything because I couldn't find it anywhere. And I'm just, like, freaking sad. Like if there's you, just so many you questions. do go with go through with pregnancy and have the child and you just one day realize you don't want to be pa- – give it to somebody. Give it to somebody. Give it to somebody that will love it and cherish it. Well, see, that it. was a thing, too, is apparently there was a question that apparently – that a supposedly – she had Jessica had wanted to give Dior up for adoption at one point, and she posted on what, social was media this like fact check. This was like true. Th- no, like it, somebody had said it, and she went on social media and was like, "That's not true. I've always wanted him. I've never even wanted to give him up for adoption." And I'm just like, "Well, where did the suspicion come from?" Like, there's just a lot of questions. A lot of questions. Oh, so, I, I think this is like the third time I've done this to everyone where I've left you with a case that is literally more questions than it is answers. So, I apologize. But, this is a missing 411 case. So. That's, that's just... Mm. Mm. This is one of the few missing 411. No, I don't want to say few. That's wrong. This is one of some... Of the missing 411 cases that cannot be 
disproven because a lot of the missing 411 cases, like, if you look into them enough, are not legit cases. Like, they've all been disproven or they've been solved or whatever. So, yeah, I mean, you can go down the conspiracy theory that people, like, mountain people and valley and woods people stole him. That's kind of what the missing I don't 411. Get that. I don't get that vibe at all. I'm I, just saying that's what like some I, of the missing 411 yeah, people think. Yeah, I 100. I I don't know. I just got a vibe that I think, mom killed look, him. Look, look. All I know is one of the four people there, mm-hmm. if not more, you know, know what happens. Yeah, there. No if ands or buts. But however it is, they managed to pull off the perfect crime because everyone knows that they did it, but no one can prove it. There's not a those single lick of evidence. Those are the cases that literally are worse. Yeah, that's those horrible. are worse. It's horrible. Those are worse. Like, what happened to this child? Like, literally, what happened to this child? And she's just married to somebody. She's just remarried. And has two kids out there that... She probably doesn't have anything to do with. And one she that's claims missing. to. And one's missing, and sh- they do memorials for him every year. That he's oh, of course missing. they do. That's sick. That's sick to freaking um, hold a memorial. I don't know. I think that mm. somebody had something to do with it, and nobody's talking. And I really wish somebody would come out one day and just be like, maybe we'll get a deathbed confession. That's what you have to hope for with oh, these people. Oh, always. You always hope yeah. for it. Dude, if I pulled off the perfect crime, I would 100% give a deathbed confession. Man, you got away with it. Yeah. I mean, that's mean. That, that's mean. That's that terrible. is horrible. That is horrible. But then I'd be you like, you know you know how like, this sounds kinda... horrible. Y'all are going to think I'm a horrible person for saying this. But like, you know how good I would feel that I made it my entire life without getting caught and I could just be like, I'm peacing out. But just to let y'all know, this is what I got away with. D.B. Cooper. Yeah. Got like, away with all the, even though I really think he died when he fell at that point. But, I mean, that's besides the point. No, man. I think one of those, I think one of the people who is like thought to be him, I think one of those people, I don't know which one, but I really think one of the people is actually him. I do too, but I, it's still plausible that he could have. Just because that little chunk of money they found at that one yeah, random campsite. It's so weird. D.B. Cooper's yeah, It's suspicious. stuff like that. It's stuff, I don't know. Cases I don't know. like this make you stay up at night. Yeah, so um, if you know what happens, like, if you're one of these four people and you're listening, please give us a deathbed confession. Please. Please. I figured Grandpa would, but I really don't think Grandpa knew what was happening. I really don't. I think that's why they use this trip as a way to do all yeah. this. Like, he was hardcore, like, on oxygen, heavy breathing in these interviews. He somehow made it four years before he died. That's amazing. Right? Like, he, he it was intense, but... Yeah, that's what I got for you. I made it an hour long. Um, I didn't mean to. I was mm-hmm. hoping it would be like 30 minutes, but it's very interesting. Yeah. That was a wild ride, and it's just amazing. <laughs> it baffles me. 
It baffles me that people can do stuff like that. Well, allegedly do stuff like this and just like sleep peacefully at night. Yeah, I don't think I could. But anyway, um, that's all I got for everybody. So daily affirmation time. Drink your water. Take your meds. Make sure you eat a meal today. I sat in my car alone before I picked up Crystal and I ate a quesadilla and drank a smoothie and it was amazing. And I was just in my car by myself recharging and feeding my body and feeling it and just kind of getting ready for recording and whatever else today has. I got Taco Bell on lunch break because I decided to reward my body with food after having to do my world's worst nightmare of talking about myself. <laughs> talking about yourself. <laughs> to people. Uh, so I got a Baja Blast and enjoyed every freaking second of it. You can go down to Taco um, Bell and get a Baja Blast. <laughs> oh my god. I'm like, baby, I see how I ask for Taco Bell every <laughs> single time now. Um... Yeah, drink your water, take your meds, play your game, listen to your music, music. Yeah, read a book. Write in your journal. I have a manifestation journal that I write in. Tell your – stop by a mirror. Like when you see yourself in a mirror, be like, hey, you look good. Like give yourself a compliment. You know, remind your body. Yeah, remind your body that – or remind yourself that your body is carrying you through life and – don't hate on yourself because who you are today is all a culmination of the person you were yesterday carrying you through to today. So yep. that's that's my I deep agree. thought for the day. So uh, love yourself, love someone else, be nice, do something kind for someone, even if it's literally just texting them, hey, I was thinking about you, just want to let you know that I love you. Those yeah. are the sweetest. I know, those are the best yeah, messages. Yeah, those are the best messages. So do that for someone and have a great day. Bye. Bye.